Welcome to Draft Bastards, a podcast that features four brothers consuming and reviewing craft and microbrews from the New England area, all while discussing the topic of the day. This episode, we'll be trying a couple of beers from Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company out of Waltham, Mass., while simultaneously trying to make heads or tails of the Marvel hit, WandaVision. So get your tinfoil hats on. It's time for the show. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. You will. Buenos dias, bonjour, guten tag, and konnichiwa. Welcome to episode 7 of Draft Bastards. My name is Jay O'Neill, and I'll be your moderator. With me again are my bro hosts. I got Mikey. Hello. I got Baru. What up? And I got Kev. Yo. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, Jay. Hey, Before we get started today, I wanted to start off with uh, full disclosure. We were not able to make it out to a brewery for this episode. Between snowstorms, work, and I was actually quarantined for 10 days because we had an incident at my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just couldn't make it happen for this one. So we are going in blind, my dudes. Secret shopper is what Mikey was saying. So sneaky. We're going to be chatting about WandaVision today. And we're gonna, then we're going to talk about some music reviews, kind of. It should be fun. But first, I really want to get these beers poured before they get warm. They are ice cold right now. Mm-hmm. Can we do that? Sometimes I really like the way you think most of the time. So this brewery is uh, Mighty Squirrel. They are out of Waltham, Mass. And they're actually a bigger brewery is what uh, Kev was seeing on Google there. They have that like a building a, looks massive. Yeah, they have like a beer garden. Nice. <laughs> Mighty and, Squirrel. It looks really cool. Uh, the the first uh, beer we're going to be cracking here is called Cloud Candy. It's a, a double uh, IPA. Horsepower on this one is 6.5. And let's crack them. Three, Perfect. two, one. I did a little bit of reading on this beer, and I'm pretty excited about it because mm. uh, it mentions oh, Starfruit. Awesome. Starfruit? Yeah, Starfruit. I, I love Starfruit. We, we were talking about, I forget which brewery we were talking about, but... We had mentioned different fruits that could go in, and it was Kelson. It was Kelson. Kelson here. Yeah. yeah, I was asking about like, is there mango or passion yeah. fruit? Or there is uh, pa- papaya, mango, and starfruit. Starfruit's cool. It's kind of reminds me of like a, a grape. Yeah, starchy grape. Smells great. Looks great. Yep. Yeah, I like the color. Looks uh, great. The color this. is going to be cloudy, cloudy, hazy, high. Turbidity. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big word. That's the, that's a word you can only use once you get seventy listeners. That you must know, be it. When, once you get up to that level, you're allowed like a new vocabulary. Okay, I think we're in four countries. <laughs> oh hey! Be uh, before we drink these guys, we are technically on our seventh gathering. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of new podcasts don't make it past seven. So, no. cheers. That's cheers, weird. guys. Cheers, boys. No, I'm scared. Let's keep it cheers. going. What's going to happen? Well, that's pleasant. That that's actually uh, very good. That's Sweeter yummy. than I expected. Not in a bad way. Yeah, that is yummy. Um, definitely fruit forward. That is really good. And I gotta remember, it smells fantastic. I would Every say kind of. I, I would say kind of medium on the intensity of the fruit flavor. I don't know. Maybe I'm just focusing on it because I'm excited about the star I, fruit. I think I know why they call it cloud. Do you feel that in the back? Yeah, yeah it's kind of like that. Yeah. I say it, it tastes it's not a fizz, but 
A mouthfeel, yeah. Yeah. It, it tastes much lighter than it looks. It's like after you swallow it, it kind of vaporizes almost. It feels yeah. like. Exactly. Yeah, a, that uh, is weird. That's cool. Opaque orange haze. Mm. I was expecting it to be a bit heavier. Yeah. This has been such a yeah. fun way just to try new beers. Like, I cannot really see is. my hand. Like, I'm a little bit hung glass. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a little bit hung over. And like two sips into this thing, I'm like, it's fine. Everything's good. We're good. <laughs> and back in the game. Yep. <laughs> and it's like last night never ended. <laughs> Whiskey. <laughs> Whiskey. We had a night. Yeah. <laughs> we had a night. We were doing uh, Mai Tais, sushi. Then popped over to my brother-in-law, Eli's, and um, we were having whiskey with snow in it. What? <laughs> I yeah, saw that. Dirty saw snow. That. Yeah. Don't judge like, me. Oh, man. <laughs> I drank it, too. Not um, we did. We did. They're trying to set snow on fire in Texas because they think that uh, Bill Gates is I saw that. bringing that cold thing. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, like somebody went out there and tried to like. Yeah, they make a little short videos. Snow was fake. Yeah, they're oh. making snowballs out there and they're putting their lighters up to it and they're like, "See, it doesn't burn." Can you imagine be- believing no. that though? I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have an explanation. Oh, that is for something. You. That is something. Holy yeah. shit! It's a. It's a. It's a thing. There's science behind why snow doesn't burn. In case uh, anybody wants to Google it, <laughs> 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 you want to look it up. Yeah. Uh, don't take our word for it right <laughs> so we are officially uh by the way this beer i i think is actually very good mm-hmm. uh, oh it's amazing this yep this is has one of the most unique mouth feels i've ever had mm-hmm. with an ipa yeah I it's that. doing some weird fuzzy light disappearing I, I, act picture those star fruit and that like when you bite it it's sweet but it's also like starchy and dry right mm. you know i'm getting like that dryness yeah um interesting yeah cloud candy uh, this is worth uh, having in your refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of this brewery. I've never bought them. Yep. Okay. It's gonna be some I haven't either, here. but hats off to these guys. Uh, kind of a nondescript can. It's like baby blue and white. That's why like, I, I would the... definitely pass this over if I didn't know like what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I did the opposite. I saw the can. I was like, oh, no shit. That looks really interesting. I like all those cans. Yeah. So we are officially all caught up on uh, WandaVision. All four of us just watched the last episode together here in the studio. Mm-hmm. And that would be episode eight. Yes. Uh, so spoilers ahead. There's still one more, right? There's still one more. So one more episode. Things are starting to heat up. Anything oh, yeah. could happen. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, when I don't know about you guys. When this show first came out, I watched it because Mandalorian wasn't on anymore. And this just came out. And I was like, uh-huh. I'm watching other shows just to give myself some time before I start Mando over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I watched the first episode. And I'm like, what is this? What are they doing? As it progressed, that's when I was like, oh, okay, there's stuff going on mm-hmm, here. There's mm-hmm. something more. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought they were trying to sneak by with like some low budget Marvel thing. No. Like, you're not going to be able to no, do this. I, no. I always expected it to be a, a very <clears throat> cerebral show. In fact, I expected a little bit more. I think they're doing a really good job closing everything up, not ending in a lot of mystery. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It was something I expected. There was going to be a big reveal, and I was going to have to go back and watch everything all over <clears throat> again with new eyes. Right. Uh, I don't see that happening at the moment. Uh, like I said, I think this is very enclosed. I think it's going to open up to bigger things, but I don't think it. It's something I need to rewatch. Those too. middle episodes, they just seem to be dropping all sorts of Easter eggs everywhere. And oh, then the, the little bit of the X-Men crossover thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we're going way off the rails here. What's mm-hmm. what's up? But it does seem with this, these, especially these last two episodes, mm-hmm. seven and eight, mm-hmm. they're tying things off. They're not yeah. going to leave us hanging. Like this, 
has a real story and it's good too because uh i i've liked the show since episode one and like mike you were saying i i knew i knew something was going to happen i knew that the you know the facade that she put up was a front and there was going to be things exposed uh my point is that it was it was kind of slow right and then yeah. just in the last two episodes uh things started happening so i'm just really glad that it's you know starting to climax and we're going to get some some answers yeah. to uh all of our well we were introduced to agatha in episode seven in agatha harkness yes my my wife will attest to this i called her out as a bad guy <laughs> in the beginning and now i don't read the comics or anything like that she just struck me as kind of weird from the beginning yep. and then i brought this up when at work and one of my coworkers, who is a comic book guy he's like yeah and he actually said the name agatha he went further you know and this was back in episode one mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they the comic book guys and gals out there they had this clocked already oh mm-hmm. yeah they were like that's Agatha, and if that is so, then Ralph is Ralph is Mephisto, yep. who apparently is like the MCU devil. Yep, and I bet which one's Ralph? He's the rabbit. We never see Ralph yet. Well, it's actually oh, um, we have not seen him. Just uh, Agatha has mentioned that, him because that rabbit. Oh, okay. Ate ate a bug. Yes, but in that the comics, Mephisto. In the comics, the fly was how Mephisto first appeared. So I think they were trying to throw off the trail. Uh, yeah the bunny's probably in there it could be mephisto i don't know this is so interesting it's i know nothing about mephisto but i mean if you're a devil i'm assuming mm-hmm. if fairly Mar- powerful if Marvel shows are headed in this direction and we're going to start exploring all this different stuff i'm in man mm-hmm. oh totally this is cool so you guys i'm sure heard that there's supposed to be a mega cameo a mark hamill mm-hmm. level cameo i heard up. yeah i assume in what in wandavision yeah okay yeah i assume it's going to be dr strange yes but I agree it could that. also be Magneto or Professor X. I really hope they don't go that way. I was on IMBD looking up the cast list, and James Spader was on there, and he does the voice for Ultron. I don't think he's been in the series. I don't think we've heard Ultron's voice yet. I don't believe so. Either. I don't think I've we have not. either. But then I just went back right before the podcast and double-checked, and now his name is gone. Yeah, that's So weird. I'm wondering strange. if uh, somebody New messed Vision, up. If White Vision is going to be... Um, <clears throat> in fact, Ultron. In fact, Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. Ultron uh, Kev- sa- saved the backup of himself somewhere just in case the Sokovia plan went tits up, which it did. Mm-hmm. And he's just been waiting for a, for the right time. Interesting. Oh, they're activating a new vibranium robot? In I go. Once again, mm-hmm. foolish humans that are jealous of everybody else's powers sticking their nose in where they don't belong. That's such a good theory. Yeah. But then who's going to come in to fight fight him? Once, once that so what question. Mikey was talking about with the cameo there, I guess, uh, who's the actor that plays Vision? Paul Bettany. Paul. Paul was the one that mentioned, I guess, in an interview somewhere that whoever this cameo is, he's been wanting to work with this person yes. for some time. Oh, right. I remember. Yeah. So I don't think it's it's definitely not a James Spader thing. Because right? he's worked with him. Because he's worked with him. Well, well, he wouldn't be working directly with him either because he, he would just be a voice. I'm assuming that they, they cross paths making mm-hmm. the same movie. Sure. You sure. know, but um, it, it was Paul ever in a movie with Doctor Strange? Was Vision ever? They were never. They did not share any screen time. They with uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbooch. Flumberbutch. <laughs> <laughs> Flumberfuck. <laughs> um, no disrespect. That guy's awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> but boy, but, his name is fun. <laughs> And you brought up the Magneto thing. So I guess in the comics, Magneto is actually the Scarlet Witch's father. Correct. In the but comics. this last episode kind of threw that, threw out. that out the window. 
Yeah. Which is great because I don't think that would have made any sense bringing him in. I or think it will be too late to Magneto. Why would he pull show off the up X-Men there? merger? Unless yeah. they're starting with a brand new X-Men universe. I thought the brother thing well at this point, the, the Quicksilver thing was a cool little nod and a little like haha thing. Mm. But if you bring Magneto on, that's full on what Kev was just saying. That's full on merge. That's you're, you're going With down a two weird... witches on site. I can't see Magneto. What can he showing do? up on this uh, in this situation? Doctor Strange would have the tools in his tool belt to talk with a couple of witches. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know what a cool cameo would be. What Ghost Rider? Uh, this is in his uh, his wheelhouse too. Sure so is. did Ghost Rider? And forgive me, I didn't watch the movie. I know you're forgiven. They're fucking awful. All right. The uh, is his boss Mephisto, I or is it Satan proper? I don't know. I don't think sure they either, use the name, but it is Mephisto. Yeah, <clears throat> that is Ghost Rider's boss. That's funny because we had talked about this. Uh, just a few weeks ago and uh, I forgot that's a really cool theory mm. I think it would be kind of neat to kind of have someone who's not to uh, uh, you know br- bring in a new actor to play him and stuff and yeah so do you think Paul has really wanted to work with Nicolas Cage <laughs> no. I'm hoping they get the uh if they do go the Ghost Rider route which I highly doubt I highly doubt yeah. no, I, I think it'll think look so. fantastic but I hope they get the guy that did the um Agent of Shield I thought that, that was the best season the Ghost Rider season well on that note the uh been noticing everything that has been happening on WandaVision outside of the hex. Mm-hmm. I believe you brought this up. It feels very much like an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Marvel movie outside no. of the hex. Yeah, inside no, they, the hex. They put all their money inside, top the, notch. inside the hex. Absolute top notch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside the hex. So it, it is no small secret. I am not a fan of the character Darcy. Okay. <laughs> What's enough. wrong with Darcy? She's plucky and smart she she can't pronounce mjolnir it's yeah, a meow. of mine <laughs> meow meow jay meow meow it has one m and she called it meow meow wow well she's quirky picking yeah she's a quirky <laughs> 90s girl um That's funny. the commercials that appear in the um episodes yes so those are kind of telling wanda's story the yep. whole story the first commercial was the stark toaster okay mm-hmm. so that's the bomb, the bomb. Yep. The second commercial is the Strucker watches. So then she went to Strucker. Yeah, that would be, that was uh, Hydra. The Hydra scientist. Yep. The third commercial was the Hydra soak bath powder. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Strucker was um, the X-Men bad guy, right? No? Or is that Striker? Why yeah, I am I that Striker? Striker. Oh. Uh, Strucker was, he, he was part of Hydra. Okay. All right. Then was the Lagos paper towels. That was the city where Captain America fought crossbones and Wanda threw the explosion up in the air and killed a bunch of people in that building in Nigeria. Commercial after that was Yo Magic, the yogurt one. The yogurt? It was a yogurt claymation commercial with the shark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He gives the kid the yogurt. Yeah. But the kid can't open it, so he died. (laughs) He starved to death. It's not funny. What Uh, was that in reference to? (laughs) Yo Magic. Your magic and sadness. Uh, oh, death. your magic. <laughs> and then the commercial after that was the Nexus antidepressants. Mm-hmm. And Nexus is, you know, a, that's a center. Mm-hmm. And it says you can live in the reality of your choice. Right. Oh, right. Uh, right. You know, so and I think that stuff. was the last commercial. Right. But well, and then we had Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba was funny. Yo Gabba Gabba. And who was missing? This is the one I liked. Uh, so Yo uh, Gabba Gabba. DJ Lance. DJ Lance was missing, right? No, the, one of the Infinity Stones was missing. 
so if you took uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, they had all the characters there. Each color represented an uh, infinity stone. One of them was missing, the yellow one. Yeah, Robo. Ro was missing. What was his name? Robo? Oh, God, don't. I'm going way back. <laughs> My kids are don't do Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what do you guys think of that Easter egg when they were out, uh, when Darcy and Monica Rambo were breaking in and they saw. <laughs> Oh my Perfect. God! Did you see what God just did to me? Fucking, fucking King <laughs> Kong over here. What were you saying? Um, <laughs> hang on, I lost my train of thought. The place is falling apart. <laughs> so uh, when Rambo, yes, Monica Rambo and Darcy, they broke in, or Darcy broke in, and she found Operation Cataract. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Cataract vision. 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 Prepare yes. your vision, or now you have double vision. Uh, <laughs> oh. So is vision alive or not? No. Well, Definitely not. And we and we're not sure which one. What we're actually I mean, we know we were looking at something that looks like vision, but what is it actually gonna end up being, I think we're not sure. Wait about, a minute, right? you're talking about white vision? Yeah. All yeah, right. that that is vision. That's that is vision's a real body. vision's body. No, I know that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But we were your theory was about Oh, that actually being Ultron, yeah. looking like Vision, but being Ultron. Yeah, yes. where Ultron's just been waiting somewhere to back himself up before the. It, it was Sokovia a poor fight. question. Let, let me let me rephrase: Is the Vision that Wanda created Vision? Mm. No, now, I know he no, can't escape no, the hex, not. but did she make like when Wanda was creating everything? It was she was exploding out the red, but yes. when she was creating Vision, she was mm -hmm. exploding out a little bit of yellow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you remember, and then and we know she's been enhanced by the Mind Stone, right? Right. So I wonder, which is her... why, probably why, in uh, in Infinity War, they learned that her power can actually could actually destroy the Mind Stone in the first place. Hmm. I wonder if that's there why they fell in love because they're both kind of products of the Mind Stone. Interesting. Hmm. <gasps> oh, drawn together. But but, uh, but to answer your question, because I want, I thought we already settled this, but the Vision as we know him is in fact dead. He, he's he was dismantled and then remade. Oh, yeah, but right. We're, we're waiting until the yeah. next episode to kind of find out. I don't know. I mean, we can speculate all we want. Right. The, uh, the question I have is more, will this, can this new vision, can his existence be sustained when the hex eventually comes crumbling down? He couldn't escape it. In House of M, Wanda <laughs> kind of rewrites the whole world. Um, she's just so deep in her own grief and she has a mental breakdown. And, you know, the X-Men try and stop her they actually have the conversation the x-men and the avengers have the conversation like we got to do something and i think it was wolverine that's like we should just kill her because you know professor x can't control her anymore and she ends up literally rewriting the whole world it goes from millions of mutants in the world down to just a couple of hundred she takes away all their powers and it's cool because you know spider-man's like cool i get to be normal are we in a wandavision right now maybe simulation maybe <laughs> <laughs> notice with wanda so we learned that her power she got a power boost from the mind stone but with the scarlet powers or with the scarlet you know colors mm -hmm. and the nature of her power you would think she got it from the reality stone I, her uh, powers definitely sync uh -huh. up with that stone more than more than any of the others both in color and in nature that's true uh, yeah when thanos had that reality stone he was doing some pretty mm -hmm. wanda type things yep Agatha called her uh, the Scarlet Witch and said that she had uh, chaos magic. You know, maybe, I don't know which came first, the Infinity Stone or Scarlet Witch, but 
red might just be the color for chaos magic. You notice Agatha's was purple. That's probably significant in some way as to what mm -hmm. type of magic it is. Yeah, all the other in the Marvel in the universe specifically were blue. All the other witches in the beginning were blue. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Yeah, like a light blue. Yeah, and Agatha's purple. Yeah, and what do you need to add to blue to yeah. make a little bit of purple? Yeah, dun dun dun. Little red. Right. <laughs> so that makes sense that she would be red. Mm. Anyway, it's all tied together. Somehow, somehow, some way, it's all tied together. What do we think about the twins? I think uh, House of M is going to go out the window. The twins are a big part of the House of M series. I believe that they are also fabricated, but I also believe that Wanda probably is powerful enough to get them and her version of Vision to exist in the world. All right. So, yeah, I was going to say, be careful, because if you're saying the yeah. twins are real, then Vision's real. Everything there is real. She just reshaped she it. She just changed it. The only thing that but she, she cre created cre or conjured was Vision and the twins. Correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That we. That's know what of. I'm. I just started trying to think about this today, so I'm yeah. trying to wrap wrap my head around it. But it's really really interesting. I mean, she's able to create an alternate reality and and spontaneously create living beings. Uh, Agatha even said it. She's like, "How the hell? How did you do this? You you know, you're a chaos witch. You make things from nothing. Yeah, yeah you're basically uh, a god." I wonder how much of a bad guy she is, Agatha. Right. I, because I'm, she's not yeah. doing any of this. Wanda is doing all of it. She just wants to know how the fuck you're doing this. Correct. Yeah. Yep. You know, or maybe she wants so, to steal her power or something, or maybe her boss has some use for her. Mm -hmm. So Agatha just happened to be in Westview when this happened. No, she sensed it. I think she said she sensed it and just had to go over and figure out what was going on. Oh. It was really impressed by Wanda's power and the what you call it uh magic on autopilot right yeah yeah you know, and it's just like you're controlling people happening. from like miles away oh she's got all the way up to the crown molding going on at once yeah. yeah so any ideas on what we're gonna see for uh this last oh we're gonna now see, let's uh, see are we monica are we... rambo with her realizing her powers um she obviously just turned into photon what is Photon? Why did she get her powers inside Wanda's world? Because she went in and out of the field too many times, and it kind of rearranged her molecular structure. Can we all do that? Can we go get some of that? If Wanda will let you. If Wanda trusts you enough to allow you to force yourself in. So a little bit of Wanda's power rubs off on this girl, and she can now withstand Wanda's power totally? Uh, well, she is. She turned into a mutant. She, uh, she is Captain Marvel's close and personal friend, so she... She is in the get special powers for no reason club. Oh, well, no, she she's canon. No, I don't yeah. know if that's how she got her powers. But I'm just I mean, saying. She, I'm she just noticing the Avengers at one point. I'm just noticing a pattern with that particular circle of friends. Yeah. <gasps> yep. Phenomenal cosmic power, and I didn't have to do anything. It was barely an inconvenience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can we get sued for that? Probably. No. Uh, no. I think we're. I good. don't know what you mean. Why would so. they do that? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Perfect. But how did gun. she do that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, why is she doing that? Well, we need the movie to happen. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we should give that guy credit. That's from uh, Screen Rant, right? Screen Rant. Yeah, pitch meetings. <laughs> pitch meetings. So yep, awesome. Every stuff. single one of them is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about Photon and why do I like, care? That's what, all I know. We don't know her powers or anything. All well, right, so well, she has a missing. power to shoot photon. purple stuff. <laughs> yeah, run fast, fly, probably blow stuff up with Why her not? hands. Okay, fuck it. 
So uh, here, so here's the thing: Would Photon in this scenario would would she technically be a witch now? I don't no, know. She's a mutant. No, I, no, she's a mutant. But she got her powers from a witch. Hmm. I think that I think that this is See, this is that moment no, but where the thing they're is basically she, saying we're not going with the X Men scenario. Her body was mutated. The, the the witches I think just kind of exist because Marvel's all about mutants. There's very little. I say very little. I know that there's Doctor Strange and the witches, but I mean compared to how many mutated superpowers there are, there's very few magical, okay, beings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're either like it. That's uh, something that Marvel is going to be expanding on though, because they're bringing blade back they're starting to bring up like their darker more magical characters cool yeah I'm, I'm all for it absolutely yep that first blade movie dope. it is yeah i made the mistake of buying the soundtrack thinking that it would be the actual soundtrack no it's the score it's the soundtrack inspired by the movie blade oh that's the worst so give me the predictions for the last uh season finale and uh let's see who's right i'm, well, re- I'm really interested in this who is vision now theory mm-hmm. okay you know is the vision in Wanda's show, the real vision. That would kind of explain him being confused and helpless. Like he's riding along in that van, like just waiting. Like he's not, like vision is like, it, like I feel like the actual vision, once he got a hint of what was going on with Wanda, he would have just like flown up in the air and like fixed it. Like, like what the heck is going on? This yeah, is, yeah. This is done. We are over this now. This mm-hmm. is ending right yep. the second and handled it. But he's like, what the heck? I don't know what to do. So it's like it's him, but like not. 100%. Uh, all of it, yeah. And what's our prediction for uh, the twins? Live or die, save the day. Man. Or just fade away. I think Scarlet Witch is going to fuck up Agatha. She's Or uh, Photon will, or Doctor Strange yeah, will. Yeah, I mean, Ag- Agatha's toast if she's going to try and hurt Wanda's kids, I think. I don't see how yeah. that could go any so other Agatha's way. So Agatha's been... Scarlet is... I mean, we've seen her, and no, now, beyond a shadow of a doubt if she decides to focus on something it's going to get destroyed she's very very powerful you know what though wait a minute i think the twins are more real than her vision because she was actually pregnant and she actually gave birth i was going to ask too you know how did that happen what did her imaginary vision impregnate her somehow agatha does specifically use the word that makes no sense that can't cybernetic sperm it's more likely that they're either fake or she mutated herself to become pregnant agatha specifically mentions creation yes she does not manipulate not just she can create okay out of out of out of nothing so the way you're saying it then they're whatever they're there they're real they're real scarlet witch might be a god now (laughs) pretty close yeah yeah spears kind of hitting the spot right now a little hair of the dog 100 percent. how late were you guys up i turned in a little after three Oh, it was a late night. <laughs> yep. About I needed, the same for us. I was up uh, late setting this stuff up, and but you guys wouldn't let me go to bed. Sorry. Fucking calling. <laughs> She's oh. gonna keep calling me and calling me and calling me. Okay, fine. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> um, director Matt Shakeman for all of them. Yep, same director. Well, that's good. That yep. kind of makes consistency. Sense. Same feel. He did two episodes. In season seven on Game of Thrones. Which episodes? Which episodes? Spoils yeah. of War and East Watch. Remind me. Uh, Spoils of War was uh, when Danny and Drogon descended upon uh, Jamie's army. With when the they Do- just with, left. With, with uh, the Dothraki. Yep, yep, yep. That was actually an awesome episode. Yep. And East Watch was the season seven finale. Nope. Uh, season seven, episode five. 
what 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 happened? Uh, the Tarleys got burned. Uh, Arya and Sanda start fighting. Yeah, it was kind of a meh. Seasons very season seven ish. Yes, (laughs) so season seven ish. Well, he wasn't given anything. Yep. Um, It's like, look, I just direct the motherfucker. All right. (laughs) I didn't write this shit. All in all, I'm really happy with this uh, whole Wandavision. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, This last episode I felt was really unnecessary. It was a good episode, but it was, I loved it. it was explainers for people who either don't know the 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 canon or the histories. People like me, so I loved it. I don't know. I felt like it was really repetitive. I felt like it was kind of filler. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad we rewatched it right before this episode. Listen, nerd. The rest of us needed to know what was up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What didn't you know? <laughs> I know what you're saying, and and you're right. It it was kind of. For me, it was a gentle reminder. I mean, I knew yeah. all that stuff, but it was good to get that clarity. But it did, I felt the episode did kind of uh, crawl crawl along. Yeah. Well, it's little, like I, like bit, I didn't know, slow. Um, didn't know the extent to which the Mind Stone uh, had to do with Wanda's powers. Yeah. I had always been under the impression that she got all her powers from the Mind Stone. I didn't know no, that, she, that her and Pietro were already no, mutated before that. Yeah, they were, yep. That's what I thought as well. Hats they off to Quicksilver too. I just think, He's like really well represented in the. Oh, totally. He's right? cool as hell. Yeah. Right. Anytime he's on screen, it's like, yes, he made you know, some of the bad X Men movies good just with his one yes. part. <laughs> that version of Quicksilver knew that Magneto was his dad. Just saying. I don't like this Magneto talk. I want to get off it. I need you to get all the way off my back about the fucking Magneto. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> oh, let me get off that then. <laughs> so, what were we talking who Who else do we think could uh, show up then? Doctor Strange makes the most sense. Doctor Strange actually had interactions with her. Yep. Professor X might make a lot of sense too. Also, the uh, the comment on how Paul uh, Bettany about him saying, you know, this is someone I've looked forward to working with for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we wanted to put the energy in and see every actor that Paul Bettany whatever worked with, someone could. already did. But I'm not going to. <laughs> someone already did. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> He said that, and somebody, you know, grabbed their knuckles and said, "That was a good crack." Thank you. They're like, "This is a job for me." Let's go, Google. Well, thanks to that guy, but I'm not looking it up. I I looked it up. Who has any? Probably going to be Doctor Strange. Oh, all right then. Probably that makes sense. Perfect Dick Fulmerbatch. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. But I mean, if they can get a. his name Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stewart Davis, <laughs> Professor X role. He's probably never worked with him. Patrick, Patrick Stewart is busy getting abused on the new Star Trek show. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I know. That's I didn't even. That's happening right now. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. There's a there's a Star Trek show called Picard. Really? And it's a super old, borderline senile Patrick Stewart. Just oh my god, getting yelled at. And abused by everyone else on the show. Oh my god! Oh no! He commands no respect. That's terrible on that show. I don't like that. Fortunately, no. I've never been a Star Trek guy, so I love Next Generation. I watch it all that, the time. That's yep. the only one I'm familiar with. I watched it a lot up in Chester. Yep. When I was a kid. Any other predictions, guys? No, that's it. Uh, we're getting close to next beer and next segment here. All right, boys. Fun, 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 fun. So get all set up for that, and we'll be back in five minutes all right we're back for the second half of the show and we're 
about to crack our second beer. Yum, yeah, yum, yum. There we go from Mighty, Mighty Squirrel Brewing. This one is called Johnny Hammer Time. And this is a triple New England IPA coming in at 9.7 horsepower. So, boys, take it easy. Piece of cake, Jake. This one looks a little bit lighter in color. It, it looks does. Ex- a lot lighter. Way stronger, though. Deceptively lighter. 9.7% on this. Mm. And I already smell the mango. Uh, I'm really into the way beer smells lately. So the yeah, name of this is too. Johnny Hammer the show Time. Has changed and you look me. at the, the label, and it really looks like Captain America standing on a platform holding Mjolnir. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> smells incredible. Well, how's it taste? Well, damn, it doesn't taste like a 9.7. Sorry to say. Oh, damn it. <laughs> and down the hatch. We're Sorry, fucked. guys. Yeah, it looks lighter. Has a little bit more transparency. God damn. The, oh, for uh, crying out loud. It tastes like Tropicana fruit juice <laughs> with bubbles. <laughs> Shit. I was really hoping to have it. It's a good find, Jay. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of this brewery before. Yeah, these guys really know what they're doing. I was up at Butcher Boy getting, cool. some, uh, getting some steak tips. Yeah. And uh, I saw them and I was like, we need beers for Sunday. Hey, oh, you got these in local. North Andover? Yeah, they're right up in uh, Butcher oh, Boy. Oh, good for them. Good. Yep. I'll keep an eye out. This actually tastes pretty legit. A it does not more, taste anywhere close to 10%. Mm-mm. I'm picking up, I feel like maybe a little peppery. A little what now? Pepper? Peppery? Sure. You brought up the uh, Captain America comment. Did you read the whole paragraph there? I did not read anything. It only seemed fitting that we brewed Johnny Hammer time with the strength of Thor. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. See? All right. That's cool. It is meow meow. <laughs> All right. That was the last one. I swear to God. It does have like a tartness to it. Super cool. Let me get proper here. Uh, apologies to Kat Dennings. I just hate your character so much. <laughs> I'm sure you're fine, but I hate your character so much. Mikey, what are these white floaty bits in my beer? What? It's supposed to be there. What? We all oh, have it. Yeah, oh, yeah, look at that. Be in there. Oh, look at that. That is yeah, uh, sediment. We're right. eating it. Okay. Right. It's like the snow whiskey all over again. No. <laughs> Guys, I just held up my can to try to look inside it. Just so you know. <laughs> You're going to have trouble with that, Baru. <laughs> uh, Jay, Jay, leave that in. Oh, yeah. No, we'll leave <laughs> All right. Let's get on with our second half of the show here. And now for something completely different. And now for something completely different. Excellent reference, Mr. Baru. We are doing, I don't know why I'm getting papers. I didn't write anything for this down. You just did what I did. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, let me look through here. These are all blank. (laughs) For this segment and for this second beer, each of us sent the other an album for the purpose of review and there was no prerequisite for this either uh correct the only one that's current uh is mine i think uh i'm, I'm sure i'm not sure what year kevin's came out actually. uh this uh that one also came out this year oh or good so 2020. Year, 2020 you and i picked some current ones yep. and uh mike and jay picked stuff that's a little bit older uh and it was the the only thing was just uh an album that we like doesn't matter what it is what genre how new or old just something that we thought we'd like to share with you guys that's it plain and simple. that was not easy to do by the way very easy for me i, went I, I could go, i could do like yeah. what would i want to share yeah this yeah, is exactly. my thing i uh, i do love how different every album was i was different. definitely surprised by yours and yours really not so much yours that's fine no i mean i know 
you told me you like they don't know who you're pointing at Uh, well all right so kevin i knew what (laughs) i i I guess i wasn't surprised i i guess i'm just a little surprised you guys didn't pick heavier stuff but it's all good because it doesn't have to be that's kind of on purpose i mean i I get it yeah that went through my head but i'm like peru's gonna pick something brutal you were this close to getting fleetwood mac I wanted to put this way, Baru. You need to let us know if you're picking something not heavy, <laughs> so one of us can pick something heavy. Oh, oh, there okay, go. yeah. I mean, I don't. Otherwise, we're gonna have two heavy things. There's, there's <laughs> nothing heavy in my library that Baru doesn't own. That's true. It, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter though. The purpose is just I yeah. really like this record. I've been listening yeah. to it. There is nothing heavy Baru doesn't own. <laughs> Incorrect. If I hear this this <laughs> obscure Norwegian metal band on spotify that i like one song of oh well that's like <laughs> i'm yeah. like bro have you ever heard of this oh yeah, yeah 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 well i mean yeah that's you've never not heard of a band that's true I, that i've asked you about. well also too uh especially for the last few years i've actually been focusing on norwegians specifically more, more than ever since so, yeah i've heard most of them isn't internet music awesome oh it's incredible at your fingertips it's instantly incredible. i still uh it it was really hard for me to sign over full-time to spotify because i obviously collected cds for a long time and i understand that purpose you know he's supporting the artist blah, sure, blah, blah. Sure. and i know on spotify i would not be doing that as much but it's been great and i still try to uh support bands uh mm. you know when when i can with a t-shirt or a vinyl purchase you know mm. i don't really need cds anymore but i'll still buy their hoodies and vinyl wow. for fun you know excellent yeah so four different albums coming at you with uh, four different stories, I will begin since I'm the one blabbing. Perfect. The album I chose was uh, James Addiction's uh, live album. James Addiction's 1987. Yes. That has to be pointed out. Although I listened to it, I first heard it in 1989. A movie came out that year called Alien Nation. I've seen it. It was rated R when I was like... uh definitely too young to watch it but it used to be on hb all the time so i saw it in like bits and pieces over time (laughs) kev are you familiar with alienation alienation yes i I remember footage of it i never actually sat down they get drunk on spoiled milk get drunk on spoiled milk and they drink windex goo yes to get it to get really really high it's it tastes like detergent you get more you get more you work harder that's right (laughs) it's actually an excellent movie but anyway there's one guy that plays the alien is uh in new montoya you killed my father. <laughs> Prepared to die. Oh, yes. get out, really? Yep. Oh, in no, full al- alien costume. Oh my goodness, I want to watch it. Yeah. But there's a there's a scene where this uh, exotic dancer, who's an alien, is doing her thing with the song that I chose out of this album uh, is playing in the background. And I just remember like, what an amazing song. What is this? And then we didn't have the internet so much then. Had to so. wait for the credits. Yeah, had to wait for the credits for all the musical. And then go to strawberries and exactly what Mikey's saying. (laughs) Yep. So uh, here's the song that I picked, and it's actually a cover of uh, "Sympathy for the Devil." Here we go. So that album was in 1989 it's so not what was on the radio nope 100 <laughs> it, it was just this guy was shredding his his vocal cords to do this stuff totally 
is just amazing. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious what you guys thought because you guys had this to also, I force you guys to listen to it. This also brought me back. And you didn't force me to listen to it. This is on my regular playlist. Every once in a while, this comes up. I, I listen Excellent. to this more in the summer. But when I do listen to it, it does bring me back. It brings me back to the old house we used to live in when we were in middle school, learning how to play bass. Right. You know, and this was one of the albums yeah, that yeah. I would play along with. Mm hmm. You know, when I was just figuring out, I had my Gibson Epiphone. It was impossible to play. <laughs> In my opinion, that is the best version of Sympathy for the Devil. And I like the Rolling Stones. I know not everyone here likes them. I actually really, really like the Rolling Stones. But this version is just uh, emotional and powerful. And like you said, his voice is really, yeah. really up in the range. Yep. I, I like Rolling Stones a lot, especially some of their earliest uh, material. But I fucking hate uh their version of sympathy for the devil i hate yeah. it it is awful it's like worse than nails on a chalkboard i don't me. like it I can't either yeah <clears throat> i like this version and tiamat does an amazing version yes and guns N' roses does a terrible version but that is somehow better than the rolling stones version right to each his own and that's you know <laughs> sure. it's all it's all sure, good sure. i think i should say i don't think i would appreciate jane's addiction as much as i do if they weren't appreciated by my family growing up mm. so in other words i got into them at a very young age in the 90s mm -hmm. and even though i was into grunge and stuff i didn't particularly like his voice and i didn't really i couldn't really like really? identify like what genre they really are because they're really all over the place sure and, um but i always kind of went back and listened to them with open ears because you know uh people that are really close to me really liked them and that's something that's uh really important and i think something kind of behind this segment like we're, our albums are all over the place and like Sometimes it's nice to just have somebody point something out so that you can take that and go listen mm -hmm. to it from their perspective. It's it's a fun thing to do, I think. I don't know how true it is, but uh, the you're, you're you're right that they are all over the place. Um, the the stories that we always hear, and who knows if they're true, but <coughs> Dave Navarro, the guitarist for Jane's Addiction, was actually a blues player. Sure, and how nasty guitarist, man. Yeah, incredible. Um, so. When he was with Jane's Addiction, it was Perry Farrell, the, the singer, that would go over and kind of stomp on the distortion and be like, no, like this. There is a lot of interesting licks on there that you'd be like, huh. When you think about the time that they were doing that, hair metal and thrash metal were a thing, punk mm -hmm. was a thing, and they had all just recently been created. But there was also these kind of underground, kind of like synth pop, punk crossover things. Sure. Uh, happening that I really like, like Killing Joke, for instance. Yeah. You know, Jane's Addiction stood out from all that. And I think in some ways, like you just said, stomping on the distortion pedal, I think that they were kind of making like a new version of like almost like classic rock kind of. Yeah. You know, it's very Woodstocky. It's very mm -hmm. fucking like, yeah. you know, trippy dances in the woods type. Some steel roll, drums. You know. And some creative shit. I hate to be uh, <laughs> too presumptuous, but I feel like you can really hear the drugs in Perry's voice. Oh, in, in this, yes. In this, 100%. Oh, performance. Remember when mm -hmm. we met him? Yes, at the Outback. Yes, yeah. I pointed him out. Yep, I can't. I I, I can't believe I wasn't I, there. I you fucking. I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it, and I totally downplayed it. I wish I had talked to him more. It was a missed opportunity. I was so my wife cried. Fucking jaded back then. But anyways, I. I <laughs> Yeah, I think I I think I even brought the party over. I don't know, but I I went back into the kitchen. And I was like, hey, uh, Perry Farrell's at table thirty six. Mm -hmm. They're like, what? I'm like, Perry Farrell is at table thirty six. <laughs> And sure enough, all hell broke loose. And yeah, you know, he was my, in town my, for his sister's wedding. Yeah, Mikey and I worked there, and his wife also worked there at the time. And 
she's a huge 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 fan that was crazy if she could have met anyone alive or dead throughout history yeah at that moment it would have been perry farrell there you go and and she did it she did it some bitch all right so kev tell us about your album uh my album sea shanties going on here we got some sea shanties uh this is the longest john's uh the album is cure for what ails you indeed and the song you chose uh the song i chose just because i think it had the best sound bite uh is the bonnie ship the diamond all right and here's a little clip from the for its cheer of millets let your hearts never fail for the bonnie ship the diamond goes a fishing for the whale such a great tune it just sounds yeah. great it's got a great beat groovy great uh you know amazing chorus it's uplifting it's a good feel-good song sunny mm-hmm. day you know come down to jay's basement you know firing up the rig you know i was listening turn to on this that song and have a at party. work mm-hmm. <laughs> i was at work and i just happened to be doing some shipping <laughs> nice. i'm like i'm gonna listen to kev's album and oh it's all about shipping and ships <laughs> it was really awesome i i like this style of music um i i i admire its honesty like not just the sea shanties the the celtic tunes totally uh the viking tunes things yep. that they're not trying to trick you this is what these instruments sounds like this is what these uh-huh. voices sound like yeah i really like it yeah, i yeah. bet they sound just like that lot. and um yeah. Reason I chose that song specifically too is to illustrate their uh, heavy use of instruments in this album because their yeah. older albums are most almost entirely vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few a cappella album in here. Yeah. yeah, there's a few a cappella in here. Yep. Yeah. There is a few in there, but their their other their older albums are almost entirely a cappella, uh, right. which I do enjoy. I'm interested. But, you um, know, this is the only album I've heard, and uh, you know, I definitely like it. Um, they they have a very nice instrument sound to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And great harmonies too. Yep. And uh my favorite song on there was uh Ashes. Mm-hmm. Could we call this nautical folk instead of sea shanty? Is that a thing? I think it's been sea shanty for hundreds of years though. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I thought nautical, I like nautical folk, folk sounded folk. cool. Right. There's a band called Ahab called Nautical you know and they love uh, they call Ahab, uh, yeah. They call him uh, Nautical Doom. <laughs> I, love, I, I love and it's perfect Ahab, yeah. i mean you know i was introduced to ahab up at uh when we were camping a few years back and it was like three in the morning and i'm trying to crash out in my tent but there's still things happening around the fire and somebody's playing ahab on somebody. the i wonder who uh, on, the, on the speaker right and somebody's playing it but i didn't know what it was yeah and i remember i was i just yelled from the tent is somebody murdering a viking out there oh man because it was just like <laughs> <laughs> since, since we're on the subject uh if you're listening and you have never heard ahab uh just go look up ahab yeah no it's nautical, amazing nautical it's doom amazing. right now one of the best nautical doom doom, doom metal bands yeah. uh in existence easily yeah it's fantastic but uh yeah really love this album uh good good sing-along music for when you're driving mm-hmm. yeah very really, much really so. uh really puts you along to the tests oh yeah on some of them yeah no doubt for mikey's album I was so happy that he picked this because yeah, I, I own this vinyl. I wanted to stick with our pop culture theme. I figured you guys would have some good music covered. And there's a lot of songs on this album that I don't love, but I love the album. Right. I love the movie. 100%. Mm-hmm. It was up yep. between this album, which is the soundtrack for Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Amazing. Or I was going to do um, like Almost Famous or The Crow. That's also a great yeah. soundtrack. Oh, The Crow. Oh, or Guardian of the Galaxy. 
Yes. Also mm. great. Absolutely. Is it? Oh, I'll yeah. check that out. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I went with this one just because I thought it would be more different than anything you guys were going to put out. Mm-hmm. And this, this album did kind of start a little bit of a movement. Yeah. For you a know, minute. Uh, yeah. B- because after this album, that's when you started getting like the hipster folk, yeah. like the callbacks to, and this is like before beards were back in style and twirly mustaches, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dan, man. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's give a listen to your clip for Hard Time Killing Floor. Oh, brother, where art thou? Soundtrack. I think this album is a lot more important than people give it credit for. Like I said, I, I think it really respawned, especially a lot of music that I have been listening to lately, like the Iron and Wine, yeah, Blind Pilot, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Lord Huron. Um, I believe everything spawned from this album coming out in 2000. Yeah, for real. Uh, this one, Candy Mountain, is like one of my favorites. I love <laughs> that, it. That is actually my favorite song from yeah. that album. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So good. Yeah, you can't help but yeah sing along and be in a better mood yeah, yeah you for think, real uh, right like hey everything's all right likes. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you gotta think uh mumford and sons had to be affected by that album too absolutely yeah. must be absolutely yeah i'm pretty sure they were yeah. they were in on it they had a pretty, uh, one uh, way or the other meteoric rise to fame there yeah, yeah. and that was <clears throat> 21 years ago wow. oh shut up so oh it's so wild oh my god I'm turning 40 this year guys yeah yeah you are what are you guys 50 next year wow <laughs> anyway <laughs> hey the movie holds up the movie holds up. hold up oh absolutely if yeah. you haven't seen oh brother we're out thou please go watch it what are you doing it's so, so yeah. good what are you doing with your life right this point so good yeah true you should believe us <laughs> so before we do uh this next one what was i going to say just um whatever we all love all kinds of music we just wanted to pick albums that we are just wanted to share with you guys and uh that's it so anyways i brought the metal one yeah, you did. Sure did. And we're going to task you with trying to pronounce this. Oh, right. We're, we're giving it a terrible name. Okay. I could do it. Yeah. Uh, Go I, I'm going to slaughter it with the accent, but the band is called Havakruna. Havakruna. Yeah. yeah. I was saying Havakruna. Right, right. No, Havakruna. It, 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 Havakruna. Havakruna. It's Havakruna. The album is, um, you know, it's in Finnish. And uh, fin- Finnish is... Uh, the hardest to kind of i think read like even um next to like norwegian or or swedish uh there's lots of double vowels and things i don't know i'm just not well versed in finnish so forgive me but uh given our travel aspirations i feel like these are languages we should at least attempt to learn (laughs) good luck uh i I agree i have an incredible norwegian accent but i can't do uh i can't i'm not gonna ask you to pronounce the track you can just say this is track three on that yeah, album. Like I'm looking at the album title now, and it's way ahead of you. It's a tongue twister. Phonetically. Anyways, the 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 band uh, looks pretty straightforward. Have uh, a two U's in the near the end there. There's actually four U's in this. Have a Anyways, they're an amazing band from Finland, and I really like this clip. Jay's gonna go ahead and play it. It's the third track on their newest album. Here it is. I 
like this album a lot more than I thought I was going to. Like, mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be good, obviously, mm-hmm. but this has been on constant rotation since I listened oh, to it. That's so cool, man. I'm glad you like it. And I know Brew's going to dissect this, so let me just get no, in my fine. jabs yeah. right now. Yeah, go. Jabs. There it is. You know, I love my Opeths with its the cleans going yeah. to the dirties with the with the touch of reverb. Yeah, this incorporates all that, but with gang lyrics. Yes, a little bit more reverb, mm-hmm. and I dare you to fight me on this one. Eighties guitar, dude. I love that. Are you fucking kidding me? I wrote that me? down. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that down. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. not eighties guitar not solos. Oh, you're, you're not all, all over it. it but you're all over it. Yeah, like they just do this like screech at the end of a solo. I'm just yeah. like, ah. oh, yeah. And yeah. Throw in some Rodruna in there yes. as well. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So, so nice. you get the like, Viking gang lyric. Yeah. yeah. It's great because when they oh. do the harmonies, they're not just kind of lightly, ah, oh, they're, oh, they're right. really letting yeah, dude. It's, conv- it's convincing. Using a lot of power yeah. mm-hmm. when they harmonize, and I absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. All the elements you mentioned are there, but they're there in a very reserved sense. You know, because just for the listeners, the the body of the album is soaked in stuff that's just metal as fuck. The distortion is always on. There's a little bit of acoustic, a little bit of synth. There's a fair amount of gang singing, and it's always awesome. Mm-hmm. and stuff but i mean they, they they pace the album well they compose the album well like i said all those elements are there but it's all just they're they're kind of like these little little pebbles on a on a enormous beach of metal riffs like i mean some of the best riffs i've heard in a long time yeah. which is they why sh- i picked this album you should definitely check out this album and i'll post links for all this okay somehow good idea in the in the show notes there good idea so um, so what, what you was, i'm sorry go, go, go ahead, ahead. I, I also, uh, once this album uh, finished playing, I really liked the suggested songs that followed on Spotify. Sure. When I let it keep going. So it went, you know, when it went to have a crew new radio. Yeah. I was like just impressed and impressed. Oh, yeah. Song after song that I liked. Yeah. And um, I started coming up with bands to compare it to. And mm-hmm. I hesitate, but yeah. I think um, some of the old In Flames. Uh, I was there. Matches up, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe obviously not in the speed. <laughs> But in just the general sound, it's I like, don't. I don't disagree. But I would have picked like really other bands. I think powerful I, melodic. I, I think as far as playing heavy melodic crossover death black metal, uh, they are vastly better than In Flames ever was at it. Oh, I, definitely. I, I would. I'm hesitant to do comparisons to for the listeners. Probably just like Dissection and Lord Belial, and you're getting close. But it's a Finnish band, not a Swedish band. They're really good. Even the production, as you probably noticed if you were listening, is very very 90s ish it's just really good it's just a fresh take on everything that was great about black death metal in the 90s what um yeah what is the term for for the effect used to make the drums kind of kind of echo reverb reverb that's the reverb yeah yeah that that album is, is that, I, in I it. fucking love drums that yeah. sound like that yeah me too yeah. totally it's very cold very cavernous had a very um had a bathory feel to oh, it totally yeah it's kind of just sound like that especially cavernous going full circle with bathory and like you guys mentioned the the 80s guitar that's something that's uh pretty common in that specific genre um the black death metal crossover stuff you know they're a lot of times they're huge fans of stuff like judas priest and iron maiden and you'll get a lot of that yeah yeah, yeah. and like their guitar breaks there's not often vocals over those parts they usually use it for solos or for like you know kind of like i wasn't expecting it with the type of lyrics that i was hearing the with the gang viking wardrunish style lyrics that stuff not the the black metal singing that was par for chorus but adding in that mm-hmm. the gang lyric mm-hmm. thing and then 
then with the 80s guitar it was it was mind-blowing even yeah. later on in that song that we heard uh there's a little flamenco part that's like badass it's so yeah. oh yeah do uh all these guys albums sound like this or is this like their opus at the moment this is the best production okay but, but their other albums are similar yeah definitely Oh, so come to find out, a lot of people picked this for the Year of Endless, which I didn't know when I uh, shared it like on Facebook. For what list? Uh, their Year's Endless, like okay. it was like their number one pick okay. for a few metal guys, and uh, you know, oh, cool. so it's it's not just me that uh, kind of singled it out as something special because I I just kind of stumbled on it. Awesome is as awesome does. Yeah, and I heard the gang vocals. I was like, because eh, I'm not usually wicked into it. I'm like, is this going to be good? And I was like, but I was feeling it. And then the riffs started kicking in. I was like, dude, these guys. And I'm a, I'm a huge riff guy. I could give a fuck about your tricks and your structure. These are all riffs, and I, I just love it. The riffs <clears throat> were awesome, and they reminded me, actually, a lot of your playing, mm -hmm. Peru. Well, this is my favorite type. But not, if I had to pick my personal favorite stuff. genre of extreme right. metal, it would be yeah. the Black Death crossover. Yeah. It's got the heavy metal sensibility, great guitaring. Every song has to has its own voice because you're always making riffs. That they ha it has to have a feel. Every song has a has a feel, and it's something that you don't get in death metal as much because you know they're often doing chromatic and minor stuff and trying to make it sound dead. So there's not a lot of voicing going on. It's all structure, which I love. I love brutal shit. I love it all. As a player, yeah, I've I've always been like my favorite band is fucking Dissection. My whole left arm is covered in it. The no, uh, it the. Uh... <laughs> The claw factor for this song, this uh, yeah, album was huge. pretty strong it's too. Metal as fuck, man. And oh, you know, it, yeah, I've been great. I've been doing this now for well over twenty years, and like I get tired sometimes. But when I hear a good album, you know, I'm, I I love it, and it uh, wakes me up a little bit. And then I go back and listen to my other. <laughs> I, I thought because I was when we listened to these albums, I thought Caswell was like really foot stompy. This one's very like fist pumpy. Oh, absolutely, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. There you go. And the and the fact Mighty. that they're able to convey all this energy, <laughs> I just want to punch and kick a, people now. Yeah, <laughs> on an album is. In a genre that was supposed, you know, more or less perfected in the '90s, it's just—it's a huge achievement, I think. So, big hats off to Havakunu, uh, good, good fellas from Finland, and uh, great album. Thank you. It is no, awesome. Thank you. All right. Good talk, guys. Very good. Do we have time for a four-ouncer for our sure sign-off? Yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, Jay, it's only four. What? If you, if you're into it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're into it, I got a crazy Ivan moment. I'm into it. Go. Things you have crossed off of your bucket list, or one thing you've crossed off your bucket list. I can't talk about mine. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, not other things you've already done. You can't talk you about that either. For. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> He's trying to get us in trouble again. <laughs> All right. Let me get the um, fucking beer, the flight glasses, and our last beer for the show mm. as we sign Peanut off butter stout and we're going to throw mm. empty cans at kevin for bringing that shit up <laughs> I'm trying to think no no we're not talking about bucket lists i had a cool story no we're back damn we're back my headphones what's your cool story while i'm pouring the our last beer which by the way is also mighty squirrel this is the indulge series and we're going to be finishing off these the uh, podcast with the peanut butter stout all right, Kev, what have you crossed off your bucket list that you're trying to drag us under with? <sighs> Since we were talking about music, uh, you guys remember the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. There was a scene from that movie that I had all, that ever since I saw it, I was dying to relive where they're on their way to the concert. They pull up next to these guys in a pickup truck. They're rocking out to the radio. Guy in the pickup truck just pulls a cigarette out throws them the horns and drives off. 
Ah, so mom route nine pull up next to this kid and he's banging his head to some heavy, heavy stuff. I'm like, this is it. This is my moment. And I'm just looking like deadpan at him, waiting for him to notice that I'm staring at him. As soon as he catches me, I'm like, or he's doing that. Like, what are you looking at face? I just slowly raise up the horns <laughs> at that moment his light turns green he peels out throwing his throwing the horns out the window as he drives off that's like, amazing yes. that's good that's good check that's good i've done that a few times crossed off the list yeah that's a good one i want to go to uh scandinavia hold on take a sip of your peanut butter stout really quick about this peanut butter stout. i have a few traveling things that i want to be on my really really sweet bucket list. well i like sweet i know this is like the Cap'n Crunch stout, but with peanut butter instead of cinnamon. Yeah. Dude. And you know what? It was a good breakfast beer. This is good. This is too sweet for me. I'll drink yours. I'll, I'll drink it. No, oh, I mean, right. it's good. It's just sweeter than you want really, a stout really to be. Really, sweet. Yeah. Next, now I have diabetes, Jay. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> this one's coming in at a strong old 8% horsepower. What's it, what's it called again? This is part of their Indulge series, and it's a peanut butter imperial stout. Cool. Yeah. How much do you know about the Indulge series? Is that something that changes often? I don't know much about it. And yes, there were other flavors. This was the one that grabbed my attention. It's not just peanut butter. It's like peanut butter cup. I think my palate's fucked up from this triple IPA. I can't taste anything. Let me try a sip of my iced coffee here and see if I can. Drink that coffee and then take a sip. Mm. Heck yeah, that's a good call. It's cleansing his palate with dunks. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucking white trash. Nope, still can't taste it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No sense of taste, huh? Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. You got the Rona? He's got the Rona. No. You just got it now. From you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Uh, Drax has been in every single Marvel movie. He was just invisible the whole time. <laughs> he was just standing incredibly still. <laughs> Did you just tell a dad joke without being a dad? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I feel like I feel like the floor is like cheese sauce now. <laughs> like I'm sinking in cheese sauce. There's no footing here at all. <laughs> I love okay. those Guardian uh, movies so much. His character's so good. Yeah, that's part of the probably. Yeah, it's, I am. It's uh, awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing a full movie with <clears throat> the Guardians and Thor. The Guardians and Thor. And Thor. They did have good chemistry. The Asgardians of the Galaxy. Well, that was (laughs) nice, Mikey. All right. Well, anyways, I'm picking up what you're Is that that a thing that's happening or just something you want? No, this is what this is happening. This is going to be the Guardians are going to be a part of Love and Thunder. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Thor's going to be yoked again. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, are we good? I think we're good. Are we all done? Good here. Episode seven. Cheers, Episode guys. Episode seven. Here's to the future. I encourage all of you to check out Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company in Waltham, Mass. You can check out what's on tap at MightySquirrel.com. The four albums we reviewed today will be listed in the show notes for this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of Draft Bastards, we would certainly appreciate it if you subscribed. You can visit us at draftbastards.podbean.com and on Facebook and Instagram at draftbastards, all one word. Drop us a like and say hey. And as always, please support your local brewery. We'll see you next time. Peace. Cheers.